What's good, my internet friends? Today we're doing our first artist interview with my guy, Miami-based artist Alvin Surreal. Um, we kind of talked about it all. It was, it was a good interview. We learned about his, you know, his rise, his struggle, his, his transition, um, and his growth as an artist and his many influences and more. So I hope you hope you enjoy this one. Hope you learn something. Um, he he definitely shared a lot of a lot of good knowledge. So enjoy enjoy the interview. Can you How you doing me? today? Good yeah, work. yeah. I can see you. I see the the glowing new piece behind you. Sure. How's it going? It's going great, man. Just busy, you know. I just finished uh, this piece right here called Afro Deity, and uh, it has to do with the African goddess. Wanted to, you know, add some flavor to the art, to the scene, you know, to the to the pieces and stuff. What in, what inspired it? I'm I'm curious to to hear about your your process. The process of what, like painting, like how uh, you came uh, up with this idea. Uh, basically, like, you know, I wanted to do a, a, another woman tree, right? Mm. Uh, I've been doing woman trees for a while. Uh, I don't know if you can see, there's another one right here. Yep. And, um, a lot of the women trees that I do, they're, they're very surreal. Like they're mixed, they're morphed into, they're distorted, right? Mm. So this one, I wanted to approach a little bit more, not realistically, because my art is never going to be super realistic. You know, it's going to have mm. this illustrative piece like, or cartoony feel to it uh but i wanted to put more hair let's say to my women mm. right yeah so i was like okay let me let me think of a bush or something then after the bush i was like well an afro right yeah because <laughs> most yeah because most of my the women trees that i have they're they're all they'll have they're they're, they're basically dead trees because i, I yeah. like to create you know the branches and then maybe add a few you know leaves here and there and uh, just like the other trees, another tree over there. Most, like I said, most of my trees is another tree over there. So it's mostly like those type of style. Mm -hmm. So for this one, I was like, you know what? Let me focus on her, making her a little bit more, you know, I guess. Exactly, right. And then yeah. put more volume and putting more life into her hair. Uh, so that's how this one came about. That's dope. I yeah, like so it. So it comes... It comes spontaneously right you mm -hmm. you basically run into these ideas and then you're like you figure that figure it out mm -hmm. um so you're always open to ideas you're always open to uh, maybe manifestations right manifestations, yeah. making make, making something up inventing you know coming up with the next thing so i'm in constant uh you know of provoking you know, thought provoking myself i have to talk to my own self and you know manifest these ideas and, and that's how it happens you know cool I like that we dove right in. Uh, we're here with Alvin Surreal. Surreal is in his name. And because of that, we're going to talk about surrealism. So my first question for you is why surrealism? Like what drove you to becoming like a surreal artist? Were you always drawing surreal drawings early on? Yeah, like I, I, I started, first I started drawing, right? I started drawing at six years old. Uh, my dad would actually help me out with the homework. Mm. Uh, We'll read a story in school. I'll tell him, hey, listen, this is what the story is about. And um, and one day he stayed work. He stayed working really late. So, you know, I was like, hey, man, you got to do your homework, you know. And uh, I decided to, you know, figure it out. And then literally, like, pour it. I just poured out the story, man. And that's when it started. When I yeah. saw this, this piece, I was like, whoa, you know. 
So ever since I got hooked, and I'm, you know, things happen for a reason in life, you know, where something is missing or something really didn't happen or something, something didn't go our way. And it opens up a new opportunity of, 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 of good things, you know, whether it's right. a bad moment or a good moment, it's always going to be most of the times positive. So I saw that. And ever since I just started working and, 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 and doing art in notebooks with pen, yeah. right? I'll do a lot of Nickelodeon, Dragon Ball, uh, Cat Dog, Doug, you know, a lot, a lot of, that's yeah. a throwback. <laughs> totally like the, you know, Nicktoons, the nineties, right? Yeah. So, A.R. Arnold, like I'll just draw all that. that and that's basically what I would draw most of the time. And and then whenever I watch cartoons, I wouldn't really watch cartoons. I'll watch cartoons and then I'll just study the backgrounds. Mm. I was like nine years old, ten years old. I was just like looking at like how how is how are they making this cartoon spin around, you know? Like how, yeah. you know? So I was already kind of being interested in it. And then through middle school, I was just drawing. Um, and I started skateboarding, and then I started going into music like rock music, blues, hip hop, you know, different things and. And then my mind started expanding where I started, my, my artwork went from cartoons, illustrative work, to tweaking it into strange, you know, things, you know, like to, instead of Doug with one head, he has two heads, you know, like things like yeah. that. You know? And um, when I got to high school, that's when I, that's when I started experimenting and, and my, you know, when you start growing, you start growing in it. And then I, I, that's when my surrealism started coming out. The natural surrealism of, it, at that time, it was a little dark. It was twisted. It had some, I'll, I'll, I'll draw some angels and then some demons fighting. And then mm-hmm. they were trying to, you know, like, little surreal. It'd be like, it's a little bit supernatural. You know? Yeah. Uh, yes, you know. And, um, and it's also, like you made it without realizing you were making surrealism. Like, even yeah, from the two-headed but, Doug. <laughs> Exactly, and listening to like Jimi Hendrix, you know, like Purple Haze, okay. like different those type of like Led Zeppelin, you know, those 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 when you look at the doors, right? The doors mm-hmm. that that in itself says break on through to the other side, right? So your mind starts breaking to the other side, literally, where uh, Riders of the Storm, you know, I would imagine Riders of the, I would just draw that whatever whatever I thought I would puke it out, pretty much, right? So. When I was 18, on my 18th birthday, we were, we were weeks from graduating high school. Yeah. And on my birthday, my art teacher, she was so awesome, man, like Miss Esther was. And uh, she, would, uh, she, she, she would give me hall passes so I could skip into her class. But I'll skip English. And I'll skip, dude, she could have gotten fired for that, you know? That's the and, best teacher ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did my first mural with her. You know, she, she gave me, like, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing, bro. I was just painting, you know? And, uh, and she gave me this book and I still have that book. Yeah, I still have it. She gave me this book and I, I got saw this book and it said something about dreams, right? And then I, I look and I, I keep looking and it says Salvador Dali, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, 18 years old. And, and then that, that blew my mind, bro. Like, I don't even know if I have it somewhere. I was yeah. going to ask if he was one <laughs> of your influences. Give me a second, one second. Let's see if I have it here real quick. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, um, so Salvador Dali came about that time. And as you can see right here, this is, nobody's seen this, bro. Instagram, nobody, bro, you know? Yeah. So this is my old. This is exclusive right here. Drawings from, 
from back in the day um, cartoon. You see just random. Look at this turtle. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, wow. <laughs> I like it. Oh, because he's stuck, you know? So I was drawing like very dorky stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I got to college, I, that's when I started tweaking the models. Okay. The models while everyone was drawing the women normal, I was tweaking them, you see? Yeah. You weren't just doing yeah. like a regular figure. I was and then... cutting their stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just... Some Rene Magritte. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then you have the seashell, but it's also a butterfly. Oh, okay. I like you know it. I mean? So I was already kind of seeing things. Um, so I have this Salvador Dali one that I did when I was 18. It should be here somewhere. So when I first saw that, um, it blew my mind. I started researching. I started studying Salvador Dali. And mm. I started, when I started painting, I started painting with oils because oh. of him. Okay. At 19, I painted with oils. Um, it's not here. Oh, look, this is the, this is when I was, uh, when I was 19, this is when I was 18, when I graduated high school. Look how, look how I used to draw. Oh, wow. See? It's the crazy because I'm not used to seeing your, your, like, any of your work in black and white. Your work is very colorful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my work is, has gone, you know, but it's going to go on a 360 because... I'm going to be coming back to some of that. Um, I have a lot of work where I'm going to come back to it, you know? To the black and, and white. Oh, man. And talking about that, I have a... So, yeah, Salvador Dali definitely influenced me a lot. And um, But I have it right here. Somewhere right here. Look, I'm gonna, you're going to laugh, bro. Why? Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh, dude. Right here. Oh, wow. 2018, the same year that I, I found out about Salvador Dali, I, yeah. I drew it. But I, I drew him painting, I mean, seeing himself in the mirror, but uh, with a skull on it. Because That's... I saw an interview of him that said that he lived his life to the fullest. Mm. Right? He manifested, he wanted to get rich, he wanted to make a, you know, make a scene, um, be an attention seeker, right? Yeah. And uh, all out. Um, obviously, I'm not like that. We're very opposite, but that's, you know, everybody has their own identity, and, and he was like that, the short man. Because you know, there's always going to be some one Salvador Dali, one Picasso, right? Yeah. One, you know, Mahmoud, one, one Alvin, you know. So, mm -hmm. so he said that he 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 had a, a terrifying fear of death, and I was oh, like, wow. I was 18. I was like, and it's, out of all the things he was talking about, money and everything, that is what captivated me. His his fear of death. Mm. <laughs> so I was 18. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then this is my banana. But it hit you. Split. I like it. I like monkey, both the of them. Monkey with a banana, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, he's gonna eat him, bro. So, and then look at this one. Look at this. This is cartoon. It says condom man. <laughs> Always, Always willing, willing to protect. protect. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So, I was just. Your stuff was, had a sense of humor. Clearly, you got Nemo. <laughs> it's the clownfish, yeah. You know yeah, clownfish, so, yeah. I get it. But follow. But, but but then sometimes I will get I will get deep with it, you know. Right. Oh wow! You know, like the yeah. devil telling people, "Hey, this is the first day of the rest of your life in hell." Yeah. You know? And then the two paths: one towards death, one towards life, or 
one towards failure, one towards success. It depends how you see it. Right. See the multitudes of people, you know? So I was like possessed from something. This is when I was seven. This is before Salvador Dali. This is what I was drawing. Oh, wow. I was tripping out. That looks like an acid trip. <laughs> 17 years old. That son is, is, is the first crying face emoji. <laughs> so, so you, you just saw a glimpse of whoever's watching this, saw a little peek of how I started. I started, that's, how I, that's why in high school, I was the only one who was different. I would stand out a lot, you know? Mm. And I entered a competition when I was 18, and I, everybody was saying, wow, you're going to win first place. Wow, that piece was great. One of the judges stole my, my, my piece. What do you mean? The, the painting that I did, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a painting, it was a color pencil piece. Uh-huh. It, it had to do with, don't let alcohol be your last taste of life. Yeah. It was like this alcohol uh, theme, right, where you, you know, don't drink and drive. I, they told me, Alvin, you won, like, they picked you. We're going to get the piece, you know, take photos with it, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knew what the painting was, bro. The piece went to, bro. One of the jurors, one of the judges, someone snatched wow. it. Yeah. And basically, it was a guy who rolled out of the car with a bottle in his hand. You uh-huh. know? And the car hit a stop sign. And his car, the engine was exploding. Boom. Smoke comes out. And it morphed into tombstones. And half mm. the smoke in the tombstones poured into two liquor bottles. And on the tombstone, it said, don't let alcohol be your last days of life. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. So crazy, like chaotic, and everybody was like in, impacted with it because it was like straight like a punch, you know? Yeah. And someone stole it, and I couldn't take photograph. They, I couldn't win the prize. So what did they do? They gave it to some girl who drew, made a piece in pencil. It was, it was so. Oh bland. man. No <laughs> flavor, yeah, dude. Like everybody was so like disappointed, and they were trying to find out what happened, but I should have taken. No, at that time, two thousand eight, nobody really had phones. Yeah, so, yeah, it was like razor phones and stuff like that. You know, yeah. So, so yeah, that's basically how I started. You know, that the transition from illustrator, right. illustration to surrealism. Okay. Um, I mean, so you would you say Salvador Dali is to this day like your biggest influence? Um, he's one one of them. Mm-hmm. Salvador Dali opened the door. Right. You know, he opened his door because surrealism it was it has been invented way before him you know we're okay. talking about the 1500s 1400s painters yeah that like i said they tapped into things every artist they tap into something right people call it the universe or the creative yeah the uh, spirit. Whatever you want. Uh, yeah whatever you yeah. want but i i see it as the uh the creative dna it's in our dna yeah. Because of our, we are creation, our ultimate creator, the ultimate designer. It's in our DNA to tap into certain things. Some people think, oh, I'm going to catch something. But in reality, it's actually being poured from your soul out. Yeah. And, and so when you look at the 1500, when you look at ancient, even uh, Christian art, when you go really back, Christian, you're in the, in, the th- in the cathedrals and stuff, you see all these, like I said again, before, even, before I even knew that, angels and demons again, right? Yeah. When you look at the church and stuff, and you see all those paintings, that's that's surreal. Yeah, right. It's very surreal. So surrealism has been playing since the beginning of time. That's um, true. Yeah, and surrealism. It's also I think we are surreal in general because just for the simple fact that we're 
living beings, mm. that's surreal. You know, reality yeah. is not very really real. You know, yeah. it's all surreal. Right? Is it all a matrix at the end? Exactly. Of the day? <laughs> yeah. So everything's basically tweaked, and that's what that's what my philosophy is about. Alvin surreal and my surreal experiences that I've had. I had a lot of weird encounters in life, and 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 that's manifested through where I'm at now. Um, so Salvador Dali definitely one of the big ones, right? Who triggered me, like gave me that little that little push. Yeah. And then Octavio Campo, the, one of the greatest mm. Mexican surrealist illusionists. He's a magician mm. of painting, bro. Like Salvador Dali is great with explosion and, and the opening of three dimensionals. Yeah. Space. But this Octavio Campo can you could you could grab a hand and he could turn into people. You could yeah. grab a face and you could turn it into a palace. You could grab a rose, turn it into a river. I, I don't mm. know. Like he knows how to play with objects and morph them, tweak them. Um, yeah. Rob Rob Gonzalez, he passed away, I think, 2016. Rob Gonzalez would have a, a scene morph into another scene. He had mm. like a river, but when you look at deep into the river, there were balloons or something like just some weird transitions that I've been studying. Uh, mm. Also, someone who's kind of next to uh, uh, Salvador Dali back in the day was uh, Magritte, Rene Magritte. Right? Mm. The guy with the apple, the head, yeah. the little hat. He, he was Son one of my man. favorite one. I think is the name yeah. of that painting, Son of Man. Yeah. yeah. So him, um, there's many surrealists. You know, Salvador wasn't really the main guy publicly. I guess for the, for the world he was because he, he became a showman, right? Yeah, he, made it, he became like a burrito of the time, mm. and Andy Warhol. So, but Salvador Dali, he is one of my favorite ones. But yeah, but I, I, there's other people that they they tapped into something. For example, I think one of my top top favorite ones that I'm like, I feel discouraged sometimes. You know, when someone's really good, you feel discouraged. That's how I have feel. somebody I could uh, I'm gonna share with you that he's also I I don't know if I would his art is very surreal, but I don't know if he considers himself a surreal like a surrealist uh greg crayola simpkins if you look up his instagram it's at crayola c-r-a-o-l-a sometimes they don't consider something exactly surreal but yeah. they have they have a that's an ingredient part it's of so it's like it's birds that look like fish that are like mm -hmm. swimming through the air it's like you know different yeah. disney characters morphed yeah. into different things mm -hmm. a lot of morphing a lot of morphing of animals a lot of morphing of like environments and like his world he's he's coined this the name of his world is the outside and it's just Absolutely. like an Absolutely. imaginative space mm -hmm. where like all these creatures and beings and it's basically surreal yeah you know? but yeah. He, he has other elements that dance with that yeah right some of us are really more surreal a little bit some people are more pop art you know some people right are super mixed so it's just yeah, when I look at his stuff, I'm like, one, one, some days you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm really motivated to like get better. And then some days you look at it, you're like, I should just like throw away my paintbrushes because <laughs> this guy is crazy. Exactly, right? Like, I feel like that about Vladimir Kush, the Russian painter. I'll have to look him up. Vladimir Kush, Russian painter. Shout out to Vladimir Kush, man. That guy, that guy, if I, if I had, a, if I wish, if I was... If I feel hopeful about my career, like okay, I probably have a chance. Yeah, it's because I have people that I look up to, like Dali, Renee, 
yeah. Rob, you know, um, Octavio, Vladimir Kush. If you look up to these uh, these people, most likely you will reach their level. You rub you rub some of that little magic they have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, some of my best two of my best friends, and they're both my mentors. Uh, David Levitard, Lebo, uh, Kevin Vigil, uh, Creative Facts. Right. Mm-hmm. Both of them are. I've ran into them and, and I've been being part of their lives in such a unique way where I want what they have. Not exactly, but I'm like, I'm a painter. They're a painter. So there is some so, sort of a desire of yeah. a living out there, you know? And even though I am making a living right now, I'm at the start level. I'm at the bottom level. Go going mm. to the top, you know? And um, so, you know, and, and looking at, the, for example, like looking at, you know, Vladimir Kush, like gives me that hope of saying, it motivates you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It gives you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I want. It moves I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my own thing, and I'm gonna keep going. I guess my my uh, on the topic of making a living. When did you transition from like doing art part time to doing it full time and making a living? When I was 18. When I was 18, um, I was in and out of my house. When I was 18. Okay. And um. I was just skateboarding. I had a girlfriend, had another girlfriend, and I was just sleeping at her crib, and I never, you know? I was rebellious at the time, and then I picked up on tattooing. Really? I tattooed, on, I tattooed for three years. And oh, uh, really? I tattooed, and then I got a, at 18. This all happened at 18. I got I the tattoos, and then I got a job at TGI Fridays at the Falls, and I was a waiter for five years. Wow. And then I tattooed for three, and uh, I was making money. Man, I 18, 19, 20, I had, I had, I had Brett, you know, and uh, I'll give my mom money, you know, so I was never home. And If you're making money off tattoos, you basically are earning a living off of art just from that alone. Yeah. Like, even if you never sell a painting, just tattoo yeah. money. There you yeah, go. Very thankful for those two jobs because tattoos it helped me open the door to say to people to trust me with their bodies, to trust my oh, yeah. art, to be and on them to you know be and also get my line work really well that's why yeah. I, when I, these some of these lines are brush made you know yeah, yeah. And, uh, so and 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 that came from my illustrator background because i never drew in pencil so yeah. whenever i'll draw in pencil i felt awkward i was like oh because i never erased i i always i was used to pen mm. i i if i made a mistake i i'll cover it with a, with a little bird you know what i'm saying i was just a happy accident as there they you say. Go. <laughs> That's or the Bob did. Ross. This is a happy accident right here. So, um, and it helped me like, and then that helped me to say, okay, yeah, yeah, a hundred bucks for that little, for initials, a hundred bucks, you know? Or, yeah. Yeah, and 50 bucks for that little flower. They want a little tiny flower, all right, 50 bucks. And I was like, little things like that. And uh, I remember doing a big coitus in someone's leg and uh, I different people that I've met. And, and then also, and then that was that was the start of, of 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 pushing myself. I didn't know where I was going, man. Yeah. Opportunities came and and I took them, you know, and it just yeah. happened. It's part of your story, you know, in life. And it, the more you stick to the positive side of life, then, um, uh, you know, that it, you will have a, a better life, you know. And 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 in the moment you can't see it, it sucks. That's the thing about like you can't see ahead sometimes, but you have to maneuver every, every day on the moment and, and then at the same time at tgi fridays i it helped me to move cash a lot of cash you know mm. 
and to introduce myself. Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? My name is Alvin, and I'm going to be your waiter today. Yeah. Gave you social and, uh, skills, which yeah. a lot of artists don't bro, get. Bro, that was tough, by the way, because I've yeah. always been, I, I've been shy. I've been reserved. I'm very private. Um, I don't like bugging people, you know? I like, yeah. being, I like being in my zone, right? Um, but I've been in situations where I've been forced to, to be the way I am now. Talk, mm. be outgoing be, you know, confident and go all out, man. You know, I just, oh, it's, 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 who cares what people think, you know, like, I'm just going to do it, you know? Yeah. So TGI Fridays tell me, you know, hey, man, you want to, you want fries with that? Oh, man. And then, and then I will always be a, a great servant to them because I will give them, they will always have their napkins. They always had their straws. I was always on point. And, um, and whenever there was like um, a complaint, and managers immediately knew that I had no fault, bro. You know, yeah. You know, but because I was very nice and shy, people would abuse you. People would be like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, hey, no, no, it's, it's, it's okay, man. You know, like people would take advantage. And I learned that too in TGI Fridays because I worked for five years. You meet thousands and thousands of people yeah. every day. You know what I mean? Damn, and, TGI uh, Fridays really taught you about life when you think bro, about it. Really it really did, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember so, uh, uh, I had a really bad night. And um, and I, I went through a breakup. I was going through like a breakup, and I was going through so much. And um, and one of my managers came up to my face, and started screaming at me, bro, because yeah. someone took a plate and they walked out. And the the thing is that that wasn't even my. A waiter took my plate. Basically, took the wrong plate. Oh. So I got I got yelled at, and I told her, "Look, man, I know you don't know, but this thing right here." Waiting, bro, this is not my destiny. This is not my passion. This is not where I'm... I was not made to be a waiter, bro. Yeah. You know, I told her that. And I walked out, bro. I did not even get my tips. I, I just... I just freaking... I told everyone, like, screw you, dude. You know? Yeah, it and was I over. Out. I walked out of TGI Fridays, man. And they called me. They were blowing up my phone. The manager blowing up my phone. And, and and I just never, I never, I never, you know, I went back years later with him on, you know, on dates and stuff with another girlfriend, my ex Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, and then right after, um, I started right after in, in, in 2011, 2012, I signed up for art school, fashion school, at MIU next to the downtown. Fashion and, uh, school. I, That's interesting. Yeah, I went to fashion school, art school, and um, I went into animation. Mm. See, I still had that animation dragging behind me. Yeah. You know? I wanted to maybe be sitting in the office, create art drawings or backgrounds for Disney or something. I really wanted yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go out and just go to California, man. You know, yeah. And then I met, and then I showed my portfolio to uh, who became one. Man, like, uh, he became my oldest friend of age. Mm which was my professor, uh, Louis Ullman. He was the figure, figure drawing teacher. You know, he would do a lot of Renaissance style, like Rembrandt and all those antique, like very beautiful stylized oil paintings that he taught us. Yeah. And um, he, when, I, when I, I, was, I was literally heading towards animation to have my first class, and he's like, and he's like he was just standing there, and, and for some reason he just approached and said, hey, man, what do you have there? Well, it was my portfolio. Yeah. Well, I want to be an animator. He's like, let me see. And he looked, he's like, bro, he's like 70 at that time, 75, bro. Yeah, he's yeah. Guy, bro. And and he goes through my artwork and he's like, but you signed all of them. You're a fine artist. 
know? <laughs> you're an illustrator, but you have a nice signature, you, you have good composition, you're a fine artist. Yeah. You do well as a painter, as an artist, man. And I was like, and I literally, I didn't go to animation class. Well, I went back to the, the console or whatever that person was, and, I, and they, they switched, they put me to visual arts. Wow. So into visual arts the same day. I came one day late for visual arts. I was like a new, and that's when I started painting. Uh, I, I quit my job, TGI Fridays. This was so, the same time as, t as yeah, the leaving so TGI my, my Fridays. Mom, mom is like, listen, I'll help you out. Just go to school. Do good, blah, blah, blah. I was like, for sure. You know, that's what I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be focused. And I didn't go out for friends. I didn't. I just, bro, I went. I started getting A's, yo. And, mm -hmm. You know? And I've been a bad student all, you know, all my life. I, I, I never did good in school. I had very really bad grades because I always drew. Yeah. You know, I, I was always very different. I, the, the fact of a public school to me was weird. Mm -hmm. You know, I could see, like I told you, I could, um, I could see beyond things and i was yeah. just like why here I don't, why is this the person telling me that i come from monkeys evolution like they're literally preaching my dna they know that they preach in the yeah spaces. yeah you know they, they they you know they talk about slavery but they put they they, they sweep it under the rug you know yeah they talk about the genocide of indigenous people they, they sweep it under the rug again so i was like huh it's, an, it's a doctrine public schools of the united states of america it's a doctrine yeah. you know they're brainwashing children so I was always like very weird about it. I didn't know at that moment, but after the fact, I'm like, whoa, like, bro, these people were like all preachers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it is. You know, not all of them, but I'm talking about when you go into science and philosophy and English and stuff and uh, history. And uh, history, they never teach you the whole history. That's weird, weird too. Um, but whatever. And so I went, you know, and then a year later, 2014, mm. I did a PowerPoint on Brito. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name, and then Lebo, right in front of the class. I was like, "Yeah, this is Lebo." Lebo, David Lebatard. I saw him at the Bayside. He had a mural. I was eating by myself during class break. I was just yeah. eating, day by myself, drawing. Didn't have much friends at the beginning of art school. Anyways, I like being on my own. Even though I'm very friendly, I make friends yeah. all the time. Sometimes, you know, you just want to be on your own. So I see the mural of Lebo, and then I was like, "Okay, Google." Lebo, okay, Miami-based artists. Oh, all right, because they were supposed to be Miami-based. Yeah. So uh, I did a PowerPoint Lebo, and this is the beautiful thing about things about life. Sometimes you have to manifest it. Sometimes you have to be careful what you what you speak into the air. Mm. That's what you have. You should be speaking good things, positive things. Right. You know, if you say a lot of hateful things, you know, only a lot of negativity. That will backfire. You yeah. Know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that there are, and it backfires on them, and that's why. You know, you need to, even in art and things, you have to be able to manifest good things. So I was talking about Libo. I'm like, man, Libo's, I, I can relate to Libo because it's illustrative. Yeah. It was a little abstract, but you know, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, I go, I go I, whatever, I did the PowerPoint, and, and the same week, I did, a, I, I went on Facebook, and I looked him up, and he had a Facebook page, Libo. Click on it. And then he did a competition called, hey, guys, um, whoever names, the, whoever titles this painting the best, I'm going to use the title and you have an invitation to my workshop this Sunday. That oh, wow. That was on a Friday, bro. So I was like, he had like this abstract thing and then he had like some white things coming up like this. Mm. 
So I called it something Holy Ghost or mm. the manifestation of Holy Ghosts. Something yeah. with Holy Ghost because they were like white little Caspers. They're coming. Yeah, out. yeah. No? So I said something like that and he sent me a message saying, Hey bro, I love that title. Wow. I have an invitation. You see how things you see how things just open up for you like that? Yeah. yeah. This Sunday, Miami Beach at New Era. It's like a, a hat store. The right? hat store, yeah, yeah. New Era, Miami Beach, at my, my workshop on the second floor. I was like, oh my God, dude, I'll be there. I wish I, have, I, wish I had that, that, that screenshot. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. And <laughs> so I come in and he's talking to this chick. I see him. He's tall. He's, he's talking to this. He's like, you're high, bro. Okay. He's talking to this girl who ends up being his wife. Turns out to be his wife. They okay. met the same day, I think. They met the same day. The same day we met, we all met together, you know. Look at that. Yeah, that ended up being his wife, Brenna. And um and uh I, I kinda go outside, you know, waiting for Tankova, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go back in, you know. So I won't go out, everybody everybody's already upstairs. Mm. So I come in, I sit down, and then Dave says, Hey Alvin, what's going on, man? He already knew. I was like, Whoa, you already know my name. Like he was yeah, yeah. because I would draw and I think he peeked at my stuff. Right. Remember, I've been posting art, bro, since I was 18, bro, you know? I, right. I still post, it's 2020. I still posting art, you know? Yeah. And um, and he, he, you know, I still have the drawing. And he was just teaching us how to draw with Sharpies, just, you know, just simple ideas of manifestations. And uh, and when, when whatever, when he ended, I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, it was a, a pleasure meeting you. And I, I hope this is not the last time I meet you, man. Like, I hope this is, I hope we see, I hope, I hope we see each other again, man. You know, he yeah. said, man, definitely we're going to see each other again, something like that. Whatever. Things, and then he came me up the end of that year. Right? That was like in the summer. The end of that year, December 1st of 2014, I had my first show in sheer walls with him, bro. Wow. Or Basil, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I had 12 paintings, 12 mini paintings, and I sold all of them. Wow. In like 1,200. I mean, 12. hey, that's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mom came. It was like a big deal. This is before yeah. Instagram. Actually, this is when Instagram started. Probably, yeah. This is when Instagram started. So there was no waves. There were no crowds, you know? Yeah. And uh, I remember I was very, like, overwhelmed with joy that night. I was like, oh, man, I thank you, God, you know? Like, I, was, I would be very thankful. And, I was, oh. and, uh, and then ever since 2015 came, I graduated from, from art school. Mm. My the day I, I the day I graduated, the next day, I had to go sleep over at Libo's assistant's house because okay. that because that other day, I, I was a music ultra music festival ultra music festival, uh, assisting Libo with his materials and setting up and selling his shirts and stuff. You know, wow. so I literally graduating from everybody's like, yeah, I'm gonna be successful, and I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You know, I don't yeah, yeah. have a job. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. And I was literally at Ultra Music Festival the next day, bro. After That's my graduation. Amazing. Yeah. And then I was just at Music Music Festival. Dave on a, on the on Sunday, Friday, great. Boom, 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 music, bro. Dave was coming in, you know, checking everyone. And I was a customer. Because when he's present, you know, I'm hustling. Yeah. And then um, whatever. Sunday came and uh Dave did not show up Sunday. Mm. And uh everybody's wilding out, bro. You know, I was wilding out, man. We were kind of like, you know, I got a little in trouble, you know, wilding out. But whatever. <laughs> I was young, you know what I'm saying? You're young, man. Still, 
whatever. Before that, Dave calls his assistant and says, hey, um, uh, is Alvin there? He's like, yeah, okay, tell him to go on stage because I can't, be, I can't show up today. Um, tell him that my book bag is under the table and there's a canvas right there. Go his on book, stage. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, his book bag, his book bag had the painting and the, the paint and the brushes. And then John, his assistant, is like, hey, Alvin, you have, you have to go up. I was like. It's a live paint. Yeah, live paint. There was thousands of people, bro. I mean, hundreds. I don't know how much people were up. Still, bro, yeah. 50 people were in there. I'd be like, what? <laughs> bro. So that was my first, basically, live art. Um, yeah. Music, music, that was my first time live painting. Actually, no, it wasn't. But in front of a crowd, yes. Because in 2014, when I met Lee, remember, through the, that, before I yeah. had my show in 2014, I, I came out in Telemundo. I did a, I painted a 13 foot guitar, uh, oh. huge, and uh, uh, David gave it to me because I was uh, I was brand new and because they're all paying little money. Yeah. <laughs> and David's David's makes the big bread, you know. Right, so right. <laughs> me, I, I was I thought fifteen hundred bucks, you know, it's good, it's good money for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. For anybody, but for anybody, high level, you know, obviously, you know. So whatever. Um, so that's when I transitioned into making a living was. Uh, working with Dave and they will give me Bacardi contracts. I will go and work basically for free and David will always give me money, you know? Mm. And that's when I started kind of pushing my art in, my, in, my, in a little bit. And then I, I ran into a, a painting with a twist and I started, become, I became an art instructor right after for two years. Oh, I did that. We did, uh, my wife and I did that for like, we went there for like date night a year ago. That's <laughs> it's funny. Great. It's yeah, dope. it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, and so I, I, I went in and uh, I, I got a good interview. They're like, hey, man, we, were, we like your personality. We like the way you talk and you have good skills. Mm. Um, I, think you, I think you have a lot of potential here. Uh, we're going to make you, uh, you know, we, we want to train you. And uh, they sent me to New Orleans, bro. I went wow. to New Orleans. Yeah. And I went to New Orleans and I went to the main place that they teach you how to become a really good instructor you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and they're all very like i'm not that outgoing bro you know like they're they're some people are very bubbly i'm not bubbly you know yeah they're like hey guy they're super bubbly you know like the girls especially right yeah so i was like whatever i learned i went to new orleans i ate the gator gator for the first time or right right and uh, so when i came back whatever i was balancing that selling paintings that's when i started selling paintings uh going to instruction you know and teaching classes for two years and then uh i wasn't showing up to work sometimes i'll, I'll give my, my my schedule away to the other artists yeah and my manager's like hey alvin dude what are you doing and i'll just i was i was traveling bro i started i went to new york you know i started you know leaving i, started, I was with lebo at bacardi events i was making oh, okay. a, i was making a thousand bucks a night and and then uh, here I am. This girl's yelling at me because I didn't pour the, the paint right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, I was I'm just on, like, I'm on tour with Lebo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I am very patient, and as as, as as patient as I am, I'm very impatient. You're right. Okay? If I really like something, I really could hate it as well. I'm never yeah. in the middle. I'm never. I'm not in the middle person. I think I think that's most artists, or like we have addictive personalities, mm -hmm. where when you get into something you're like all in or nothing <laughs> yeah that, that's that makes you uh entrepreneur success 
if you're True. happy, you know, it could get, lead you to success. Right. And, um, because if you're not sure of things, you, you will always be stuck. That's the yeah. problem. Either you do it or you don't. Either you get married or you don't. You're married man, right? Yeah. Either you go for it or you don't go for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's decisions we make with, which which makes God life good. It makes life good. Yeah. And um, so whatever, ever since, and then whatever, they let me go. And then I, I just kept hustling, man, painting, struggling. And then I was making really good money. That's when I started painting restaurants and stuff like that. And until this day, you know, thank God I'm, I'm doing better. Even though the pandemic happened, it's been slow, but it's picked up. So, and it's also a necessary break that we, I needed personally from the world. I needed a little space, mm. you know, and. So that's my huge transition, bro, from literally TGI Friday's tattoos with Lebo into, into being independent right now, you know? And I'm guessing along that way, along that journey, you kind of like built up a community of collectors, it seems. Yeah, would there's you, a few, there's, there's a handful, just a okay. handful, not, but there's a handful that always come back. Got it. Back. Yeah, they have a whole collection. And, uh, and they collect and that. Alvin not, paintings like Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah. But not only that, um, my work has transitioned so much that the ones that are new right now, they're the ones that are staying, you know, because my oh. work is consistent right now. Yeah. And um, it's very vibrant, contrasty. Mm. And uh, I have a, a shout out to Gary uh, Caruso. He, uh, I met him at Deerfield. I got invited to like paint at Deerfield Beach. And, uh, a chance he was just walking by with his beard and I'm walking by. He just looks at my, my piece. He's like, yeah, I like that. He yeah. he said he's like, I wasn't even supposed to walk by here, but I just passed by here and I love that. And he bought my painting, just a fish, surreal fish eye. Yeah. And that was his first painting. And then uh I I, I don't know how they did it. I guess I signed the back or I gave him something. He took a picture of my Instagram or something happened. But they she this her his wife made an Instagram just to go find me. Wow. And then they Facebook. Now we're Facebook friends with, her, with his family and stuff. Now he owns 10 paintings of mine. That's that was, crazy. That was, thousand, that was last year. I met him last year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I met him last year before the summer. Before last wow. summer. Yeah, before That's around crazy. March. I met him around March. And uh, he, he has 10 paintings of mine. And uh, he, has, he has three that are top-notch uh, semi-masterpieces. That wow. I sold for very cheap, man. You know, um, four hundred bucks each, and uh, because those type of paintings are, will be worth thousands in the near future. But it oh, is what course. it is. It's a stepping stone. You mean it better. is? Yeah. Every year you level up. Every year, you know, you raise rates. Yeah. You become yeah. better at at. You become faster. So it's like even if you're selling it for this much, you're like, well, it took me way less time than it would have last year. Exactly. So it's like. It's a constant progression. Um, I guess I, I really only have one last question for you, and that's what advice do you have for maybe young artists that dream of making a living off their work one day? My advice is to, if you're young, and, and, and I'm going to talk to the young, and, and even if you're old, you know, it doesn't matter. But Talk to the old timers too. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody who wants to pursue it, right? Yeah. But mostly to the young. It's going to go straight mostly for the young, but it, but it will pour out to the, to the, to the older crowd too. Mm -hmm. is, is don't do it just to make a living. That should not be the goal, right? Mm -hmm. The goal should not be lost in money. It should not be lost in that. 
because if I was if I was stuck in an island, I would I would do art, bro. Same. If the world was ending, bro, like there's literally no galleries, there's no there's no Instagram, the internet went off, and everybody's paralyzed. Yeah. I'll go and draw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is who I am. So my identity, my lifestyle, my my, my being, my essence, Sarah mm. Dali essence, Andy Warhol essence, Picasso's essence. These guys, if you look how they're, they're worth, why do they work so much? Why? Because they never worked. That's their lifestyle. It was how, fun. You, you're never going to say to someone, why do you shower so much? Bro, that's yeah. a part of life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Nobody tells me, I mean, you paint too much. No. In fact, that's what, who I do. That's what I do. People know me by that. Yeah. And so once you, you get that in your brain of, dude, I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to do it at my best ability because I want to, that is when you open the door to this new door of saying opportunities, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. And you'll never get lost. You start flowing money. You start, you know, having good things and, and a lot of opportunities and maybe a, a little popularity and you, you'll never get to your head because you what you established. Right. right. But if your goal is money, you're definitely when there's no money, you're gonna be brought down really hard. And yeah. when if the crowd is what you what moves you, the crowd, when the crowd is not there to support you, you're gonna be your falls gonna be really hard. So yeah. to make a living, purposely, oh I wanna make a living, that's your goal. When you don't make a living, you're gonna be depressed. So that should never be the goal. The goal should be I'm gonna do art because for the sake of it, even if you have a part-time job, but you know, just do the sake of it. And if it happens, it starts elevating itself and then you leave that job and that's when you start flying the yeah. fact is i started early you know i i went for it man I, I, I went i went for it and i've been through a lot of things you know a lot of weird you know death experiences a lot of tragedy in my life you know but that gives me also the the, the strength to keep going um so it always comes back to the art you know it comes back yeah. to um you know, doing it for the right reasons. And then everything falls into place when once you do that. That's really it. You know, so you have to do it for yourself. And then people will like it. And then it goes for that. And I think another one last advice would probably be don't be attached to the artwork. I think that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Like people yeah. who just hold on bro, to like, it. You know what I'm saying? When you come yeah. up, some paintings are like, oh, I have some paintings, you know, that I, I, I'm never going to let go. You know? Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, it took me. I have worked very hard for that, you know, and I'm right. not going to sell 300 bucks. Uh, let go of your art, you know. Um, it makes people happy, great. Give it to them. Make another one. Make a better one. You're always going to make a better painting. Yeah. Everything's materialism. You know, a lot of things are going to stay behind. We're yeah. all passing by, you know. We're all time travelers. I call myself, basically, this is me, Alvin Surreal, and then my slogan is the outer space being. Mm-hmm. So I am Alvin Surreal, the outer space being. So if I had a book, it would be called Alvin Surreal, the outer space being. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm an, I'm an outsider. I am an alien. I'm ET. Right. I am not from this world. You know, I'm passing by. Right. Yeah. So I'm passing by. You could all have my paintings because I'm, I'm not going to take them with me in the other place. You know, so a lot of people are so attached to materialism and things and ah, where you just have to let go and just go out there and flow, man, just be, and you, you'll see that the weight of the world, all the weight, you start, mm-hmm. you're like a feather, man, you just flow faster, you know? Yeah. Um, that is my recommendation and advice for people who are watching that. Just, you know, just be, man, let go and be, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, I guess last thing, where can people find you online? You can find me two places, 
Alvin Surreal on Facebook. I have a Alvin Surreal uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Hernandez. Uh, Alvin Hernandez with an H. Hernandez on Facebook as well. You probably see me with a, with a painting somewhere. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, feel free to add me. We could be friends. Uh, or Instagram at Alvin Surreal. Instagram at Alvin Surreal. You'll find me. You'll see my artwork. Send me a message. You know, you guys. Uh, somehow see this video on YouTube or wherever the platform is and uh, send me a message. We could talk. I'll give you advice. Sometimes I go live and I give advice about art materials because I never knew about art materials. Yeah. And now that I about art materials, bro, I tell people like, hey, this is the best place to get or you should get use this or you should use that. And it helps. It helps people. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put all of the, the links to where people can find you in the description also. Cool, man. Um, but yeah, I think it was uh, it was a fun interview, man. Thank you, thank you for your no. time. No, thank you and for inviting me. Um, of course, of yeah, course. Buddy. All right, bro. We'll, we'll meet up soon, man. We'll, we'll have an art session. You know what I'm saying? We should. We really should. Yeah, we'll paint, bro. You know, we should go live and paint next time. We know? should. We should. Yeah, we'll let's we'll let's make live. that happen. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right, Peace. Man. Blessings. So you made it all the way through you think that makes you special huh just kidding thank you if you made it this far um i'm glad you watched the whole interview i hope you enjoyed the whole interview and uh yeah hopefully we do we do some more interviews this is this is new for the channel um and lastly thank you to all the patrons until next time peace